0: Yo, yo, yo. We don't have a whole Murder Moose intro because all the assets are in Josh's. <laughs> so what is up? We are the Murder Moose Podcast, part of the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. It's in the game. It's I'll sit. in the game. <laughs> Me and Ken are here doing our, our thing. Oh. Hello. Without Josh, as he, he's gone on sabbatical.
1: He's taken a leave of
0: abstinence. Ab- that was teeth. Wrong episode, oh, again. wrong movie. <laughs> 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 yes, so we are talking about uh, we're going to talk about Clock, which had been on Kin's top movies of the last year, and I see why now it was a fun little, wild little movie, um, but a fun little yeah. movie. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're here doing that, and we're just going to kind of wing it. I think we're going to try to find some guests, but like my life's been so crazy, I haven't been trying to find guests, and then yeah, so we're here doing our thing. Doing our thing. Ken, how are doing you? Doing the thing. Ken, how are you? Besides tired.
1: That's I. I've, I've been doing really well. Uh, really, really well. It's good. just I'm I'm sleepy this evening, but yeah, no, it's been really good. I worked on a puzzle earlier. I made dinner, and good. uh, it's pretty much about it. Uh, been watching More Critical Role. Um, Ken Oh, watch- I. Sent you um and there's uh for those of you listening to the podcast there's a gentleman i follow on tiktok um let me find his name really quick and he reviews um horror movies and he discusses um horror movies that uh are coming out or that are free on different um streaming platforms and recently, he shared a whole bunch of ones that are on Peacock right now. His name is Josh Levesque. Um, but he was sharing a bunch of stuff on Peacock that looked great. Yeah, and um, he mentioned one called "Starry Eyes." That oh, I think maybe we want to check out
0: "Starry Eyes." is wild. I would watch that for the podcast. The movie is wild. It's uh that's i think it's the director who did uh beyond the black rainbow or whatever something else crazy wild after that no that movie is wild and the third act is just like uh, like it it goes as i would say goes hard in the paintkin yeah yeah so yeah that movie is wild. i've seen it. it it's it's seen enough like uh it appeared on enough lists. list. It's about a girl going into Hollywood to become a, try to become a star in the, hence the starry eyes. And yeah, it is, gets real dark towards the end. I mean, it's pretty dark, like a lot of the movie, but yeah. So is that the guy who, uh, you sent me the video that did the, uh, the preview for the, the, um, Nicholas, uh, Cage, uh, <laughs> his daughter's a vampire yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. i saw that, that i had looks really good yeah that movie looks wild and it looks like the you know what It reminds me of like watching that trailer it's the um the ballerina girls with the like the sucky hole faces from uh <gasps> cabin yes. in the woods yeah
1: yes which i love that movie i feel like i could watch that movie multiple times a year that is such a good yeah. movie i that movie
0: oh. that movie confuses me because they literally weren't gonna release it and then Chris Hemsworth blew up because of Thor and they're like, Oh, okay, we can release it. I'm like, How did you not think this is a good movie that like it was gonna make money like I don't know, horror and like maybe horror wasn't as like I mean that was nearly fifteen years ago at this point, right? Like that, that came out, so it was shot over years. That's 15-
1: blasphemous. Shut your fucking mouth. Um But <laughs> Well, I think part of it too was like they thought that I just I can't imagine creating such a like putting that much money and work into a film and then being
0: like eh, yep. I don't think we're gonna release this well, like
1: are you are you fucking kidding
0: me like I think the movie is gold oh, I mean but the, those like those people are making like decisions where they're like oh this isn't gonna make any money and I don't want to waste any more money um advertising it that's basically what it is I think it is like it's the same point that's like that uh I don't know if you heard about the the Wiley Wiley Coyote movie that like Warner Brothers was just gonna shelve and then like people got mad because like I think John Cena's in it and whatever, but it's like live action with the and they were they were just gonna shelve it like they did Batwoman and and uh I don't know. They did it some more that they were going to, and then like people got mad because people had seen the movie and were saying how good it was. And so they, uh, they're, I think they're shopping it. I don't know if they ended up selling it or whatnot they, yet, but th- it, yeah, it is, uh, it, it is like a financial decision. It is like a numbers where they're like, okay, if we do A, we make this much money. And if we do B, we it, so it's like them just trying to, like.
1: Well, not, I guess, like, they'd have to pay for a lot of the marketing and advertising and whatever else. And I don't know, like, do do theaters themselves okay, this is a really dumb question that I should know the answer to. Do theaters themselves rent the films that they're showing in theaters or do like how does that?
0: I work? from what I can gather or it seems to me is the tickets all go to the theaters or the 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 what do you call them the uh, the uh, studios or, or most of it? And the theaters make their money off of, like, concessions and shit, I think. Oh, okay. So I think that's how it goes, but I'm not 100%. Yeah, because I don't know that either. I've wondered that, like, question and then just never. I don't think I've ever fully gotten into it because that would require, I don't know, thinking and I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And It's an investigation, man. Like, that's the kind of stuff, too, that, like, if you don't know, Hollywood's really weird with, like, that kind of stuff like an accounting and shit like that and it's like as we have like the theaters that were almost going under in like 2020 right like especially into like the end of 2021 when like movies started like coming back i i, I think i think the first movie i went back to see was spider-man like the the spider-man that was in the the, the theaters like no way the, home m- yeah or whatever. I don't know. All the home movies. Far from home. I don't fucking know, man. I was <laughs> drinking out of a Spider-Man homecoming glass, actually. Ooh. It's fabulous. Ooh. And I have a poodle. That's
1: a really cool glass. It reminds me of the like jelly jars and shit that we used to have in like the early 90s and the late 80s. That yeah. you couldn't like wash often because the paint would come off the sides and shit. I see those at flea markets now all the time. And they want a fortune for them. And I don't blame them. <laughs>
0: So these are um from Alamo, the draft house. They used to like oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. would pre-order tickets and they would like do glasses and they they don't do it as much anymore. My favorite of all those I got though, they had like whiskey glasses from when the new Blade Runner came out and it's like like this uh weird bottom that's like like a bunch of pyramids on the bottom and there's like the the unicorn the paper like you know folded unicorn and it like the blue on the bottom of the glass but yeah, you can't wash that. Like it will destroy that glass uh but these wash fine most of them but then they they started like dipping in quality after a while and then like th- i think alamo ended up getting bought out or partially bought out during covid and they haven't really brought them back so i think i don't know they're cool though like uh they're they're a light i think most of my glasses upstairs are from those movies because i went to enough movies over the years you know
1: right yeah i mean i get that we don't have a we don't have an Alamo um, in, like, Knoxville or Pigeon Forge or anything. We do have something that I found about recently that's, like, a... I don't remember what it's called, but it's more like an Alamo. Yeah. So, I don't know. I've been to one one time, and it was pretty cool. I think it was an Alamo draft house. It may not have been. I just remember that you could order food there, but the food was all, like, frozen shit. You know, yeah. like, frozen finger foods and shit, and you yeah. could order drinks, but um I've always heard that Alamos are like the best
0: well I mean any theater that doesn't let people stay on their phones and like threatens to kick them out and shit like that is a-okay in my book because the few times like the last time I was at a non-Alamo theater there were like teenagers being assholes and I'm just like yeah fuck this noise so I am very I am very adamant to avoid if I can like
1: Well, that's why I like Central Cinema, even though the screen is super small. Like, it's very small. It's only one theater. The theater is small. The seats are older. But it's like a, uh, it's super, like, you're not going there to just dick off. You're going there to watch the movie. You're going for the experience. So you're more respectful of the property and more respectful of people around you. Like... Uh, The last movie we went to, my phone flipped over in the movie as it fell and my light lit up. And just not even my light, just, you know, the screen. And I was like, oh my God, like freaking out because I didn't want to disrupt anybody's experience. And like, you know, if you spill popcorn in there, you're picking it all up yourself. You're not like leaving it for somebody because it's, it's very like intimate and privately it's like publicly owned but privately owned and like very just respected and i think that those experiences are great like now would i want to watch oppenheimer there no (laughs) have i gotten to watch it no but i'm i don't want to watch oppenheimer on that kind of screen i want a giant ass screen to watch it on but you know talk to me was great there the um the everything that i've seen there was great yeah
0: yeah, that's so. the place you saw Friday the Thirteenth, or not Friday, Nightmare on yeah. Elm Street, right? Right. Nightmare you know?
1: on Elm Street, yeah. And I saw the Tales from the Crypts movies there, and uh, some other stuff. And then I think when I get back, I'm going to see some stuff. They also do like a movie night lock-in thing, where they only tell you like one or two of the movies that they might show,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they do like an overnight, you know, lock-in, basically. And you can go and just watch whatever. And they have like pizza and they open up the concession stands and like concession stand and do all this stuff. Um, and it's not very expensive. And my friend was talking about going and I was like, I don't think I could do an overnight yeah. thing. I'm too tired most of the time to do yeah, that Yeah, I, I, so. I couldn't
0: do that, man. Like I am, I don't sleep well enough as it is. And it's like you get 10 o'clock most nights and I'm like, oh.
1: I'd be asleep. Yeah. I'd be curled up asleep in the chair. Yep. Like, there's no question. Yep.
0: Yeah. So. I'm like, fuck that. I like, I don't know, man. I was never like, I since like, probably about like middle school, and I was like having friends over and staying up trying to watch porn at like one o'clock in the morning because my parents were good <laughs> bed. Oh, but like, yeah, it is. uh Yeah, I can't do that, man. Fuck that. Nope. 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 Um,
1: no, I'm not a late night person anymore. I don't think I've been a late night person for a very long time, like very long time.
0: Ken, is it your birthday here in a couple of days? It's not today, right?
1: No, it's the it's Thursday when this comes out.
0: <laughs> Ken's gonna be, Ken's gonna be a archaic. No, if you're archaic, what am I? <laughs>
1: you're you're also
0: archaic. <laughs>
1: We we hail from the 1900s, then children. They, yes, they
0: they know how we're old because. <laughs> Classy Katie always tells a story about how. Some kid said to her like, uh, "When she was still a respiratory therapist, that like, I know that you're old because your nose rings on the side." <laughs> <It's
1: just laughs> well, much, shit. I just got mine done. Fuck! Uh, I didn't know that that was an age determining uh, factor. Dude,
0: I've had mine for four plus years at this point and yeah it is uh, yep I'm just like oh I could not
1: get my uh, septum done I'm too much of a little wuss like I'd be willing to get a lot of stuff done but I mm, nope
0: I mean I think there's way more scary things for a woman to pierce
1: that's very (laughs) true (laughs) Those things I would also not like to pierce. Same thing with nipple piercings. No interest whatsoever. Like, I get it. It looks great on people, but it's definitely not for me. Like, I'm good.
0: I I don't, even if I was interested in having my nipples pierced, I have the, like, baby nipples that I don't think would, like. (laughs) (laughs) Baby nipples? Like, like just tiny. It's like they stopped growing when I was, like, (laughs) 11. Mm. Little tiny nipples. They're babe they're they're oo woo so small. Ooh nipples. Ooh Ooh, ooh woo, nipples.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ. Oh <laughs> Jesus Jiminy Cricket <coughs> Christ! Oh man. Excuse me, sorry. Uh, Ken! Where are your manners? Okay. Before we get into this crazy movie, um Sorry. No, you good. I don't know if I've watched anything really. I was watching football this weekend. And then, I don't know. I've been watching a lot of random YouTube videos. Um,
1: I've been back on watching the Slightly High Historian on TikTok. Um, but she covers mainly like FLDS stuff oh. and Sister Wives and religion. And so I've been watching a lot of her stuff. I did also start Daughters of the Cult um which is on Hulu it's a five part docu series and it's been really interesting so nice. definitely check that out if you like
0: cult stuff Cults are scary man cults fucking yeah. scary it is Yeah yeah you you cult stuff man at some point it's just like uh fuck that noise like i i mean you go to the like Scientology is the go to cult right but like they're all pretty horrifying. It's, I, have you seen the TikTok account where it's like the guy and I think it's on Instagram too now, but like, I mean, I was, cause it's like, things go to TikTok first and then show up on Instagram two weeks later. The guy who like does like, it's, he's another one of those guys who does both roles and it's like, oh, you, you Hey, got herbal tea company. And then it's like why the herbal tea company has, does all this shady shit that you don't know about in the, in like, there are a lot of tea companies that do are like cult. Like it is, actually kind of fucking amazing look into tea companies and how many of them are cult like it is he did at least two videos about tea companies that are culty including this i think it might have been sleepy time too but i don't like them but
1: i'm just like the next time you find him will you text it text the video to me don't send it to me on tiktok but if you'll text it to me that would be awesome yeah
0: i will if i find him again and it's always like oh and then you it's always like yeah we make tea and then we my our father Please. started a cult, Please. and then we we said that like you must be pure. It's <laughs> just like what <laughs> the, <fuck? laughs> what I think I've I think I've sent one of them to you like on Instagram so or something. So yeah, I'll see if I can find it. But okay, Ken, is there anything else you yes, want sir. to talk about before we get into the 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 clock movie?
1: Uh, that I think you're really great.
0: You're really great
1: thanks and Kim Kim, uh, I, I an
0: Kim I promise not to murder you with you an axe
1: Joshua
0: can I promise not to murder you with an axe okay <laughs> I was just what's telling, the follow-up there I was just I was telling Kim that I, I I was supposed to go on a date tomorrow night and I don't know if so, oh that's right yeah please
1: don't
0: and she I, I suggested we go axe throwing she said she didn't want to go axe throwing on a first date because she didn't know me and sharp objects or something <laughs> I'm like
1: Yes. I think mean, that's some next level we've got to be that I mean it, it totally justified do not get me wrong but it's kind of next level that that's where we're at in life where we have to be like yeah that sounds like fun but I'd really not like to go on a date the first date with you where there's axes um and sharp objects
0: yeah I don't I I only suggested because I'd gone a couple times and I was good at it and it was fun so I was trying <laughs> You're to you.
1: Gonna go show off
0: I was just show off go and go and it's like show off dude this chick has, like, from what I can gather, because, like, it hasn't, like, it's not all been that in-depth that I've talked to her. She, she like, runs a lot, and she has an Iron Man, like, hat. Like, you know, you know, Iron Man, like, the ones that do, like... I don't even know all the shit that's in that Iron Man, like, race. And I'm just, like, I probably should do something, like, you know, f- at least a little physical. You know, do something that's, like, and, yeah, so... It was just, just a suggestion, and yeah, so I don't know. I told her. I well, was I mean, like, you
1: like to run,
0: so. I mean, I don't run as much anymore when it's cold, since my treadmill well, yeah, died. I mean, but,
1: fuck all that noise. Dude,
0: it's been, as I've been saying, it's colder than Santa's butthole here. Like, it was a negative five, and yes, the last couple of days. I have, like, a little heater next to me, so I don't just, like, freeze to death. So it's been a tit-bit nipply.
1: But my uh, my parents, they've got like, I don't know, like a foot of snow or something, and they closed downtown Gatlinburg today, and they closed, um, like, the banks and everything, which isn't, isn't uncommon. Like, you know, if there's a flurry, everybody shits their pants and forgets how to be a human. But, um, yeah, my friend texted me, and they were like, yeah, we got sent home, couldn't open Uh, it's too cold, so I'm doing nothing, and I was like, oh, that's fun.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. That... Yeah, I was gonna say, it's like when when Texas gets, like, a dusting, they're like, oh, my God, and they throw shit, so... Well,
1: and, like, the way that I look at it, because, like, I used to, you know... Kind of make fun of people like that, but it's wild to see the differences in like, you know, where you are, you guys are more prepared than like where I live. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, Texas, obviously they're not prepared for it. Why would they be, even though now they should be? Somebody Mm -hmm. needs to do something about their damn power grid. Somebody needs to do something about the power grid at home because like power goes out where I live. If the wind blows funny, like, it can be a beautiful sunny day out and the power goes out.
0: It's, it's one of those weird things that like you, you follow Republicans crying about big government and then they don't, you go to Republican States and they don't use the money they have properly. And then something happens. And then the ones crying about big government are crying to get, big government to help them and it is places like texas and places like tennessee and it's like the first ones are like we need help but you're the ones like texas has their own like texas is the only place in the country that has its own power grid like i yeah. think and then and like, that's
1: why it all went to shit yeah. that like a few winters ago because yeah they couldn't they couldn't draw power from anywhere else because they were on their own individual grid Yep. Yeah. So one section of the grid goes down, and then it all goes down, and then you're just shit out of luck. Whereas Mm -hmm. we can pull from other states. Yeah. Okay. But our infrastructure is shit. Why the fuck are we still running electrical wires on poles and not underground like major cities or, you know, like... Why do I still not have trash pickup? Can I just bitch about that for like five seconds? Why do I still not have trash? I I have never lived somewhere with garbage pickup.
0: I mean, that. I think of everything we've ever talked about, Ken, is the fact that you don't have garbage pickup is like... It's like... It's
1: mind-boggling. like it just and then the day was it the day after christmas not the day after christmas but somewhere around christmas i went to the dump and it was so busy and so backed up like the big dump had closed so it was just the little one and he gave up and he was like just put everything over here and so they cuz they had filled up the the compressing dumpsters and they had taken another one and he was like, I don't know what else to do. Just put it all here. So people were just lining their trash bags up on the inside of the dump, like stacking them up. Because the other problem is, is that these cabin cleaners will come up and clean cabins and then bring all their shit down and they've got nowhere else to put it. So they take it to the dump. And It's wild. It's wild. I don't, I don't. I, we I, live, it is 2024 and I can't have somebody come to my house and pick up my trash. You, what you, the fuck?
0: You live in a place, Ken. Continuously elects Republicans. That's the. You- <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> yep. Okay. Let's dive into Clock from last year. One of Ken's favorite movies of last year, and it reads as follows: The synopsis. It says, "A woman enrolls in a clinical trial to try and fix her seemingly broken biological clock after friends, family, and society pressures her to have children." Um. I was gonna. I was thinking as I was sitting here talking to you about this and like like pulling up the IMDb the one movie that this kind of like, kind of like brought me back to was smile. And Mm -hmm. I I think particularly the, the cat scene in smile. Um, And uh, this movie was wild, man. I, uh, I, I kind of like expected like the crazy, like, you know, can't, doesn't want kids. And as I'm like, you know, I'm 40 trying to date in the, like, Thirty-year-olds and forty-year-olds and shit, and you see the like the big differences. Like, I got a vasectomy last year. I get like I have to cut off people that go want children. Well, also, on a side note, if you're forty-two on a dating app and you you have undecided as want it for children,
1: ah, I, I did like that's one of those things that. Ah.
0: <laughs> It's like It's like It's going like I want Santa to bring me a new bike On December twenty You've kind of missed out
1: (laughs) It's you Well and the thing is too Is that You know And there's nothing And I'm not talking Any shit about Anyone who has kids later in life Whatsoever Just keep in mind Like if that's something You're thinking about If you're 45 And you're having a child Th- you're going to be 65 when they're 20, like that's a lot to take on. My my father was a lot older. My parents were older when they had me. I mean, my father's 75, and I'll be 34. So, like, it's definitely uh it's just something to think about. Mm. And like, not to mention all the high risks and stuff. And I know that well. We'll get into it because I do want to talk a little bit about personal experience. But we can get into that yeah. in a bit.
0: I. I mean, I I see why watching this movie... Like, I I even told Classy Katie about this movie after I watched it. I was like, you need to check this film out. Because... And I think I got Oh God from her. And that was the, the Katie response. But, like, it is very much in a world... Like, I think millennials especially are the thing where... Our entire adult lives have been fucking nightmare fuel. And we were raised by a bunch of people that, like... Trauma rolls downhill, much like shit, right? And we had parents who were raised by a bunch of people who a lot of times were raised by World War II vets. And so you had World War II vets traumatized raising children, and they raised us and, like, didn't know how to do a lot of things emotional. Like, as I've learned in therapy over the last, you know, year – it's a lot of my, my issues personally come from a mother who didn't know how to, like, express love. Exp- and it's all those things. And you just get all this stuff. And so a lot of people our age don't want children. And I, I bet, I bet, and it's like a lot of people, I bet you it was the numbers of people who didn't want children, or higher, and just kind of did what this chick did, you know, partially through, and just like rolled over and tried to fuck her husband with like, just like fuck it, just put a baby in me, and and it's like, uh, I mean, what's your what's your thought on that? Is like, do you think that like, we're just like as we become, we were alive in this digital age where we can express state, like, you know, feelings and see like, do you think that like, do you think it's a, that more people are not wanting to have kids because of how, whatever situation or B it's people feel more comfortable saying they don't want kids now?
1: I think it's probably a combination of both. I know that for me, whenever it's brought up, um, most of the time I'm much more confident with being like, nope, mm-hmm. I don't want kids. Um, but every now and then somebody will say something and I'm like, Oh, well, you know, or, Oh, well, I feel like, you know, maybe I should do that for you. But then I have to remember I'm selfish and there's nothing wrong with that. And that was something I learned at a very young age. I think I've talked about this before, but, um, I used to house it for a family and they would travel and it was a it was a husband and a wife and they had dogs and a, and a couple cats and I would house sit and watch the cats and sometimes the dogs and I remember asking them like why don't you guys have kids and they were like because we're selfish we have things we want to accomplish and things we want to do and kids just get in the way yep and I was like you can do that <laughs> like that's an option but
0: what? you know what that you know what the, you know what the the phrase for that is, or the term for that is, nowadays at least, is I see it in the dating profiles. Dink! Yeah. Double income, no kids. Yep, (laughs) Dual income or double income, no kids. And it is sitting there going, man, like, I I was, to be completely honest, I was never, like, gung-ho completely about kids. But, like, I, then, like, my ex was like, oh, yeah. And then, like, one, she... (sighs) She pulled the fucking – she pulled the goalie without telling me. But, like, that's a side note altogether that, that it never actually fucking – you know, it's funny. I It really is funny. The shit that women can get away with, and I know it's the patriarchal, like, men suck and we've done a lot of shitty shit. But, man, women do some fucking maniacal shit, especially in relationships, like, to have babies or, like – I mean, talk about Katie for the third time This this fucking thing. Classy Katie's mom told her dad that she was, like, whatever on birth control and wasn't, or whatever she did. And and then Katie's dad promptly had one more kid, like, five years later and then drank himself to early grave. It's, like, shit like that. It's, like, it's the shit that's, like, even in this movie, man, they turn out that, like, the guy, the husband – they make him out to be the villain, even though, like, I like he was an asshole. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying anything that this guy was an asshole. But, like, them even trying to act like they had to, like, turn it that he was a bigger asshole than he was because it was, like, men suck. Like, it was that weird thing. And I understand because men, we do suck. A lot of us are very, very shitty individuals. But, like, I'm, like, sitting there going, this guy was an asshole, but. The main character decided everything on her own, right? Am I... Or am
1: I... I I think, like, you make a really valid point, like, because the first, you know, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, he's a piece of shit. Like, what the fuck? Why would he... But yeah, now that you say it like that, I mean, he... She didn't really, like... I mean, she was pretty set in her ways that she did not want kids, so, like even though there was the whole like song and dance. I don't know. I still think it was kind of dickish of him oh, to yeah. do that without talking to her. But like, yeah, I don't think he's an asshole.
0: He's like, an I asshole. He just, he's not the villain of the movie. Like it was like, no, it was like the thing where it was like, I don't know, man. I, you can't really trust her view of anything once it starts because she like, I mean that whole part of the movie starts because she's on these fucking chemicals and like, the hormones and and this movie starts off with the bang with that that chick committing suicide with the that was gnarly as fuck man she fucking puts yeah. herself on top of that a swing set and just goes chunk and you're just like what the fuck and you you, ca- yeah. you get a real real good like inkling because you know Ken is like you you're you're getting I mean you're in your thirties like Katie talks about, again I'm talking about Katie again. She talks about it all the time. She's like, Yeah, I'm at the age when people are like, Oh, what's wrong, honey? Like that's like their automatic response with people like at, at you know, in their mid thirties who don't have kids. And it's just like it feels like one of us, like, one of us, one of us, one of it's like people want everyone else to be miserable and it's just like, Oh man, it
1: Here's here's the thing from like my perspective, and this is just my personal perspective. I helped raise a child that child will be 18. I have gone through, you know, the diapers, the feedings, the, uh, the kindergarten, the, the getting to school, the sports, the dealing with, you know, exes dealing with teenage stuff. Like, and I still do like, cause we still talk regularly. Um, so like part of me, part of me is like, I don't want to do that again. Like if I was going to do that, that was a time for my twenties. I don't want to do that again. And then the other part of me too is like, okay, you know, and again, like not that it's anyone's concern or business, but I am very open about it. I have, you know, questionable mental health, you know, I'm bipolar. I've got all this other stuff. Do I necessarily want to pass that down to a child? Am I equipped emotionally and physically to take care of a child that has those um that needs the extra attention that comes with that how would i react to you know certain things and then coupled with the fact that the way that the u.s is right now in regards to even miscarriages there was a woman recently that was put in jail because she mishandled the corpse of her fetus after she miscarried it and no, no hospital would help her. And it's just like, why would I want to subject myself to that? Why would I want to subject another human to that? As in, you know, my partner or whomever, and why would I want to subject a child to that? And I'm kind of at that point where I'm like, you know, yeah, we can joke about it or whatever, but I wanted kids. I wanted kids Desperately, I wanted to be a mom like nobody's business. And I feel like that ship's passed and yeah. that's just where it is. And, and what I used to tell my parents, um, when I was, when we were going through a lot of the, like, when are you going to have kids? When are you going to have kids? When are you going to have kids? Which they still do. Um, I told them, you know, they can have grandbabies or they can have me in grad school. Well, I didn't go to grad school. <laughs> I decided to not, but, You know, those were the things I was like, grandbabies or grad school. I was like, pick a G, and that's what you get. And they were always like, grandbabies. And I was like,
0: dude. I mean, my parents gave me that shit, and it was just like we were we tried for a long time, and it was a long time. And I just think of the scenes. The dude, the scene, the hardest scene in this fucking movie to watch is when she's saying shit to her father, and he just starts tearing up the family photos, and it's just like. I know this woman is being a little, like, crazy, but, like, this dude is just, like, like, going to the extreme. And it's just, like, I... I think there are so many parents who have kids and then, like, it's, like, projecting all their hopes and dreams on their own children. And, like, then they, they're they the ones, like, demanding. And it's, like, I... I think that parents need to be, like, like, come to terms with... It's not a about you you're supposed to be there to support your kids you're supposed to be there for them and it's like these people like make their kids lives about them you know what i mean and it's just like yeah but that's not what it is like you're you're so well
1: his whole thing was more or less like he wanted the lineage of the family to go on because they had done so much and they had been through so much and when I was researching a little bit on the movie, there was a lot of discussion about um, Jewish faith yeah. and the fact that there are so many people that feel that way and, and view that way within that culture and within that community. That you know their lineage is coming to an end, so it's your job to continue that line. I mean, you know, the fundamentalists uh, do that too, where you know they're like be fruitful and multiply and have all these wives because the more kids you have, the more likely you're keeping the, the line going on or whatever. Um, so him tearing up the photos and stuff while it was absolutely dickish, I think maybe to him that was kind of like him being like, well, what's it matter? Nobody else is going to see this, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, which is, which is got to be, it's got to be hard. Like, to do that and I mean yeah there's been times that I've sat down with my parents and they've been like you know there's not going to be anyone there for you when you're older because you don't have kids and you know there's not going to be any more of this lineage and blah 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 and I'm like well you know there's plenty of other people on my dad's side with kids and there's plenty of kids on my mom's side it's just
0: yeah,
1: and they've hey. got kids so
0: <laughs> dude I i remember my mother sending me a fucking baby onesie because she wa- and it just shit like that it's shit like it's just so fucking- wait hold on back up mm-hmm. just out of the blue i think at some point i got sent a fucking baby onesie, and this was i think probably after i'd been trying to have kids and it's like sitting there going oh shit. And then like, as I've come back to th- realize what my fucking mother did to me, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. You wonder why I have the, fu- why am I funny in 2024? Oh, I-, I get it. Because when I was funny as a child, I got attention and got like, you know, ah, and then you go like, as an adult, you're like, oh, 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 it's because, oh, oh. that's how
1: you received validation therefore that's what you seek now yeah Yeah. i would i would be livid oh my god she sent you a onesie
0: this is the woman who hoards shit and over the last couple years has decided to just start sending me like basically what i would equate to is garbage because i in her fucked up my mother's head i'm just like I, I don't know, man. I haven't talked to, I haven't talked to my mom or dad since the day after Christmas. And I don't give a fuck at this point. I like, I'm at the point where I'm like, my mental health is more important than these motherfuckers. And I'm just like, yep, yeah, I can't deal with it. Yep.
1: I would have lost my shit. Like, that's one thing I will say. My parents are great. Yeah. My parents are great. Um, they're so supportive. They're so kind. They're so giving, um, And like, you know, they, like I said, they've brought up like, you're going to have kids, you're going to have kids, but they haven't been like super pressuring me anymore. Um, There was a little time period there where there was a lot of pressure, but that, but oh my God, if somebody did that, I'd lose my shit. Um, One of the things about this, going back to the movie that I found fascinating, um, was, and I might be reading into this too much, but we do live in an age now where we have implants for everything. Like my birth control is an implant in my arm. You know, there's the I the IUDs. Yeah. I keep thinking I'm talking about something else. I mean, there's so many different things and so many different ways of preventing pregnancy that it's interesting that that's what they went with. Um, and the whole just the whole process of that shit show that they put her through. And one of the things that I saw too, that was really interesting is when she was able to finally remove the device, how all the color flowed, flowed back. Somebody pointed out that like, you know, there's scenes in the movie where like, she's not seeing color and like, you know, it's kind of washy, whatever. But somebody pointed out, if you watch the movie, and then rewatch it, you notice slowly over time, color fades from the movie itself. Not just while she's viewing it, but the movie itself starts to lose color slowly. And I didn't notice it. I just thought it was like, you know, an over-exaggeration at the end, but no, like the saturation was turned down exponentially throughout the movie, so that it could be such a stark difference, which I thought was a really interesting mechanic to utilize.
0: Dude, her pulling that fucking thing out was,
1: Uh, especially when you look at it, it looks like a fucking bottle cap. Yeah. (laughs) It looks like, it
0: looks like a a wicked pin or something. Like, like you would put like, it's just like, uh, and it's just like, and she just pulls it out of herself. And like the, the, obviously the husband trying to fuck her and his dick, like it reminded me of teeth, but like, yeah, me too. uh, too. I'm like, uh, and then she does the dick twist. She does like the dick twist is just like, ah! (laughs) i i dude i the movie like what i said was said earlier smile it reminds me of smile a lot because like that second half after after she gets out of the fucking facility is like this woman doing things and not like seeing things in the right way which all accumulates in like the most heartbreaking scene in the entire film where she realizes that she just like Turned her father, Brutally. turned her father into a party pinata that she opened up with a hammer. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're sitting there going, brutal. I mean, like, the worst part of that is when you see her just like pulling his intestines out, and you're just like, ah, ah. yeah. It, and it's just like, it's the, it's that thing where like societal pressure. And you you can comment on this again when when I'm done here in a second. It's so much for women that they are willing to like. Obviously, this movie takes it to extreme, but the extremes they're willing to do to try to fit into society. And you see that in that last scene where she goes into the the mess hall or the you know the the diner in the fucking place, and they're like the one woman is just like. Rocking this imaginary baby because they're all fucking bonkers. You know what I mean? Like, and just showing you how much pressure women are put on in society to have children, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, and it's not, it's not uncommon. There's a, there's a scene where she's flipping through Instagram and it's like multiple people displaying their pregnancy in my twenties, especially my early twenties. That was hell. Like, all these people I knew that were getting married and all these people I knew that were having kids and that was something that I really, really wanted and, you know, was under the impression would be occurring down the line. Yeah. So, like, it was... It was rough to, like, you know, go through that. So, as somebody at her age in that situation, getting that much pressure, getting it from all sides, plus society, plus, you know, she goes to hang out with her friends... And they're all like, why not kids? Why not kids? Part of me is like, oh, well, I'm really lucky. I don't hear that a lot. Well, that's because I hang out with you guys all the time. Like, I, you know, I'm surrounded with enough people online that aren't going to ask those stupid questions. Because, I mean, you know, there's also, and sorry, that's not necessarily a stupid question. It's an invasive question. Because there is also the element that, like, if I wanted to have children, I may not be able to. You know? And I just don't. I personally don't think that I could ever approach someone with the understanding and the knowledge that I have as an adult and be like, why don't you have children? Now, I, as a teenager, asking the people that I house sat for, that's a little different. It wasn't, when are you going to have kids? It's, why don't you have kids? Because as a child, that's what a child would ask. It's just a point blank question. And as an adult, I would never ask somebody that because you don't fucking know.
0: And guess how much it hurts to have someone ask you why you don't have children when you wanted to have children and you were trying to have children and it doesn't work out. Guess how much that hurts. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. And that's the no. th- the thing. that's like, it,
1: that's one thing in this movie. I will totally jump in here. All the different times they use the term broken. And the, obviously they do that on purpose. Yeah. It, it hits hard Yep. because people act like that. They're like, well, why don't you want kids? And I love the scene in the beginning where they're like, Oh my God, what do you do all day with the kids? And she's living like the best <laughs> she's, fucking life. She's
0: swimming, getting her pussy eaten. She's like,
1: she's just working she's designing (laughs) she's like living the best up and by the way the acting in this other than there's the like dinner scene with her husband and her father and her that one's kind of questionable but i loved the acting in this movie yeah i don't think i think that the the lead first of all she was one of the cheerleaders on glee which i did not realize until a little bit earlier but I thought she did a phenomenal job. Yeah. Um, the woman that plays the doctor who played Jan from or Jan from the office, Jen from Jan from the office, um, she killed it. She was terrifying. Um, I loved the acting in this. Yeah. Um, it's wild to me, as you know, typically whenever you go floating around online to look at reviews, people are so funny because there's somebody who was like nobody would ever ask these questions nobody ever pressures people like this and I'm like you're uh, not from the south you're not from you know large families you're not from yeah whatever it, I mean I don't have any siblings but I mean large they, families they
0: turn it up a maybe they might turn it up a little bit and I'm not even going to be like like dedicate 100% to that like this shit is the kind of stuff that happens and like I think the most, like, turned up part about it is the kid flying out of the tree at, like, the end of that scene. But, like, no, it is, like, 100%. Oh, that absolutely happens.
1: Like, kids are fucking psycho. Like, I mean, I have a story of, you know, a, a child that was dicking off with a machete and, like, cut their leg open. Like... They're, kids are crazy and I mean we were all kids you did you did stupid stuff as a kid and if you say you didn't you're a fucking liar and like that's one thing as a parent like you you always have to be on top of that um which comedian is it does a really great skit talking about it maybe that Burt guy or whatever but he's talking about you know like he gets his kids he gets them home gets them fed gets them in the bath gets them to sleep and he's like great everything's good I can get drunk and enjoy the rest of the night you can't you can do that as a parent but it's scary to do that as a parent because you don't know that kid could fall out of bed break their arm and you've got to rush him to the emergency room and here you are drunk off your ass like your life changes in a way that I mean those are little things that a lot of people don't think of especially younger you know parents they're not thinking about the fact that oh once my kid goes to bed I can get high or whatever Nothing wrong with getting high. I'm just saying <laughs> you can't you can't do that as freely because you know what if your child gets hurt or what if something happens or you know there's so many things that could occur yep. that you just can't be as free in that
0: regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are your you are at that point your own secondary priority. You are yeah the priority of the kid and then you're your are you're second like so it's that thing where a lot of people can't do that right they can't put themselves second and yeah Which is okay. I mean, this is what we're talking about. It's okay that you can't put yourself second. Like it is. I think
1: that it takes a lot for people that are aware of that to be able to admit that and be like, yeah, that's not something I can do. That's not something I'll ever be able to do, which is very interesting because I was reading something about this on like child free or something on Reddit one day and they were like, you know, what's really sad is that the people who don't want kids for all these different reasons are probably the people that would make the best parents because they are hyper aware of that. And they were like, but at the same time, why would you want to put that on them? They're aware of what they're doing. They don't want to be put in that position.
0: It's why idiocracy is the scariest movie of all time. And it's the, (laughs) the opening sequence of that movie is kind of like a lot of what we're talking about. Just like put out into like a comedy way, but like, it's the people who think about it and want it to be right and do all this stuff. And then you compare it to the people who put no thought into it and just are fucking. And it's like, it's a side product of fucking and not like the goal of anything. And it's that it is, it's going back to that saying ignorance is bliss because you're sitting there going, Oh yeah, because these people don't know. And it's just like, Intelligence, awareness of your surroundings, awareness of the universe are wonderful, but they're also a curse because you know, realizing the things that are out there, realizing what could happen, all that stuff. And it's like, it's why I think that like pressuring people or asking me these questions or doing all these things, it's just wrong, man, because it's like sometimes it's like Ken and just decided no. Sometimes it's like me and you just go, it didn't work out. And you go, it's all those things, man. You don't know why. And it's like, even like, have you ever thought there was something wrong with you for deciding you didn't want kids though?
1: Yeah. See. But I mean, mine's a little bit different, right? Because I truly, I wanted to be a mom from the time I can remember. And it was like, Again, it was something that was supposed to happen that just did not happen. And then by the time I got to a certain point, I was like, I'm glad it didn't happen, I guess. Like, yep. you know, it was never a, like, I mean, now that I'm older, like, yeah, there are those moments where I'm like, man, like,
0: I should want kids, but like, I just I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, on all my dating apps, I'm just, like, I I have it as, like, not sure. Because they don't have a, I'm firing blanks, and if you have kids, I'm cool with it kind of answer. Like, but there's also things I'm not willing to do. Like, if someone's, like, I have three kids. Nope, that's too many. Don't want any part of that. I will deal with someone with two kids, like, and if they're, like, one or two kids, okay. Because a lot of times, I mean, they're, like... I, it feels like most of the kids that I see and like, were when parents were refer- referencing them on dating apps at least five or six, you know? My ex had a yeah. s- turn six-year-old next month, and I love that fucking kid to death. So it's like, you have like a thing where it's like, it's not, it's kind of like, you know how people talk about dogs, and they're like, oh, if, if you go get a designer dog, or a breed dog breed, you're a horrible person how is it any different with kids? I think we should start shaming people for having children until all the shelters. The shelters. <laughs> the shelters. <laughs> all the- you know, <laughs>
1: that's, and for a second I was like, oh my God, are you seriously considering comparing children to dogs? How is this going to go? And then you were talking about like special breeds. I was like, wait, like genetically modified children? Where the fuck is this going? But no, that's a
0: very interesting point. Yeah. <laughs> I, dude, it's, It's not any different. It's like that thing where, like, you see they're going... There's all... Like, people get shamed for going and getting, like, breeder dogs, right? Like, I have three breeder dogs in my house right now. And when there are... Because pounds have all these dogs in them. Guess what? Most people who want a kid, you can go... Not to a pound, (laughs) but (laughs) go to a fucking, you know, orphanage or something like that, you know, like foster care, whatever it is. And there are plenty of fucking that it's the same. Like, I don't know. There are plenty of fucking kids in this world that like you disconnecting from whatever and thinking like that. It's a, it's an interesting thought. And it's just like, I don't know, man, I, I, I sit there and go, I just think that especially in a world where, where we're like resources are not infinite or our, like we've talked about, our, our whole adult lives have been fucking chaos with, you know, financials and plagues. And, you know, and it's like, I don't think anyone should, like, I don't think asking people, especially like about children anymore, should be an acceptable thing anymore. I really don't think it should. Like, or like a, a thing that's like, why don't you? Like, because it's not your fucking business. It's like, it's like going. I mean, like, you or me, we like, we get used to it because we, we put ourselves out there in public, you know, light, and we do our streams, and we do, like, this, and we're more public figures, but, like, even us, man, like, for years, I got asked enough, why don't you have kids, and it's just, like, every single time, it's, like, a fucking gut punch, man, and that's why that movie Arrival fucking kills me so bad, because it's, like, the, if you've never seen Arrival at the very beginning of the movie, uh, Amy Adams character is dealing with a dying kid from cancer. It's like, I said, it's like, Oh, they were like, Oh, up. You, you thought your beginning was sad. Let's turn this up to 10. And then throughout the whole movie, she's the whole alien in like her figuring out alien language. And at the very end of the movie that kind of cl- loops it out, she basically ends up like kind of like seeing through time because of her communication with the aliens. And you figure out that like she can see basically always see the past, present, and future. So it goes back to that opening scene was actually after that movie and she knew that she was gonna have this daughter and was gonna die of cancer and still had that kid. And as someone who was like, you know, trying to have kids and it wasn't working, I just cried harder than I've ever cried in a movie. And it like and I talk about that movie all the time because that movie has affected me more than almost anything and it's because of that it's because of that what that meant to someone who wasn't able to have kids like that's it meant a lot and it hit me right there you know and I just think that like as a society and I think as a, we don't need more kids man like you could have kids but I just think that like it should stop being an expectation of a lot of people you know what I mean yeah I mean we've had
1: a I've been, like I said, because my current Roman Empire is more of the FLDS and uh, Mormonism, especially weird offshoots of Mormonism where they're having shitloads of kids. I mean, I know multiple families in real life that have 10, 12, 13 children. And it's wild to me to have that many kids because, like, to me four should be like an absolute cap man like four kids anything more than that like you're pushing three is pushing it but like four (laughs) should be a cap and like you know decide decide what we're doing here are Mm -hmm. we gonna just keep sucking resources dry or are we gonna keep encouraging people to have kids because right now it feels like we're forcing people to have kids and i am not interested i
0: always I always like the phrase, I don't know if you ever heard this, so I don't know if you know about, like, it's a football thing, the joke, when you have two kids, you could go man-to-man coverage, so you have, like, you know, one-on-one, but, oh, yeah. but when you have yeah. three, you have to go to zone coverage, <laughs> you're just like, because there's more of them than you, and that's kind of what it like, it's that same kind of thing, it was like, no, I, I think, dude, China knows what the fuck they're talking about, man. It's funny for what China does a lot and they do some shitty things and now it's biting them back in the ass because of the whole, like, what what having a male in China meant for so long. And now they have lots of problems with, like, you know, with, like, birth rates and shit because there are way less uh, women than men and then, like, all that stuff on top of it. But, like, it's, like, considering that shit, it's just like, man, we are – that's why there's a billion people in China and they're like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And now it's like coming back. Like, but dude, like, like all the good places in America are already fucking taken up. So it's not like it's like now you can live like, oh yeah, you can go buy some like like land in Wyoming or South Dakota or Montana. Pfft, who wants to live in fucking Montana? Nobody. Nobody wants to live in Montana. Nobody. It's just like, it's just like there is, I think people should be way less concerned about what other people are doing with their lives. And this is a reoccurring thought in my brain, but like we live in 2020 fucking four. What is falling out? Who keeps a cum pet between like if i have a compet or you have a compet cool you don't need to get involved in it you don't need to be like oh yeah you need a compet compets yeah where's your sex trophy yeah exactly i would rather like be hanging sex swings from my lip my my living room fuck fuck i'll put a sex swing in my living room cuz i don't have kids to worry about so there we go exactly <laughs> it's i and again i don't I'm not shaming people for having kids. I'm just saying, I think that it should be this movie turns it in up to 11 when it comes to the horror aspects of it. But like, it should be a personal thing that I think a lot of people. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like we're not, we're not shitting on parents. We're not shitting on kids. We're not saying anything negative about that. Even though like we were discussing, you know, population and everything. Um, and Rod thinks that children and animals Are the same thing but They are, um, are kid. <laughs> <laughs> no but like what we're discussing More is you know in tandem With the movie which is It is not society's Place to judge Or dictate Who has children Because um, it also without like Going too far down the rabbit hole And yes this is going to sound like an extremist example If you follow that line of that line of thinking too hard, you end up in a hands-made tale. You end up in Gilead. You end up in the situation that we're kind of like running towards head-on right now. And even though that's, you know, extremely over the top and definitely exaggerated, it's just something to consider. Um, Basically, like, you know, I have family members who struggled to have children, had miscarriage after miscarriage after miscarriage got was they were able to have a child finally miscarriage 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 you know carried for six months lost the child you know that that's hard and like people forget that when they start asking like oh when are you gonna have kids or oh when are you gonna have more kids you know it's and again children don't understand it but you as an adult should understand
0: Yep.
1: like it needs to be and I think it needs to be expressed to people I think it should be taught to children at a young age like don't don't ask you know why they don't have kids
0: yeah, yeah. I I think that this movie especially in the beginning that first like it does a really good job of making you f- understand like why this woman would I, I'm thinking of a there's actually a, a a line in this Beartooth song like the Beartooth album that came out last year that like I'm obsessed with, but like it, where he goes, is it worth my life if it means I fit in? And it's very much kind of what this like movie oh. is. It, it's like this woman is got the perfect job, got the perfect husband, got the, you know, the life she wants. And yet that isn't enough because of society's pressures. Of her to have kids, you know. Yeah.
1: Also, that song lyric uh kind of smacks you in the face, dude, pretty hard.
0: Dude, that <laughs> entire fucking album has made me cry multiple fucking times, and yeah, and tooth slaps pretty hard. And that, but that, and it was weird how it lined up with a lot of my twenty 2020- twenty. <laughs> so I'm talking to this other chick who has like, who I really dig, but like is like has i think she has two kids and so she's like her life is crazy and i i sent her my book of poems because she's a writer and she goes wow rod that tells a story (laughs) yeah damn rod just out here
1: like trying to scare people off
0: way to go dude (laughs) not even that it's just like i it's very much like it goes from like the beginning like after me getting dumped until like like the end of the year and so there's a lot of stuff in there that's just like pure emotion you know um so yeah, I I just think it's uh, I don't know man. I, I I really dug this movie and it's like I the thing I hate about these streaming services, Hulu does this, Netflix does this. I mean all of them do it. They have this fucking content and they don't like advertise it. They don't promote it. Yeah. They don't do anything and it's just like, Jesus Christ, it's man. It's hidden. I had never even heard of this movie until you brought it up. Never heard of yeah. it and it's fucking fantastic and it's just like, I it's the it's the problem is when they have these things and their their reason they're doing it is so that they can have things for people to just click on and watch not to like put out and then the good stuff happens and it's just like it's like one of my favorite horror movies of the last t- 20 years is The Autopsy of Jane Doe, which has been, like...
1: That movie is so good.
0: But, it like, nobody... Like, outside so of, like, the, the like diehard horror community, nobody knows about it, and it's like, Brian... Right. Brian, what do you call him from, like, he was on Succession, and he was the bad guy in X-Men 2, but, like, uh, Brian Cox, I think is his name, and it's like... It's such a good movie and nobody's ever seen it. Like things like Hush. Like these things that are just like mm-hmm. really, really good little movies and they just get put on these streaming services and then no attention. And you're just like, God damn it. This movie, fucking dope, man. And like that, like uh nobody's gonna save you. Another one that we talked about last year, it's like these movies that don't get any attention. And it's like, fuck, man. And that's why I've always liked the like the in like youtube video lists that like especially at the end of years where they talk about like the underrated things because like this is another movie that i'm just like this movie's fucking dope and i'm i haven't heard anyone talk about it and here we are so is there anything else you want to say about before we wrap up again
1: i definitely recommend you check it out um go into it you know, being aware of what it's about, obviously. I mean, if you're listening to this and you've got a rough understanding, but go into it knowing what it's about so you don't get overwhelmed um, and kind of just think on it. Like uh some people online were talking about, oh, it's not horror. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely yeah. is. It's got all different aspects mm. of it. It's but definitely uh check it out. I mean,
0: it. I think the calling it a thriller or horror is good, man, but, like, it's horror. It, like, the fucking scenes, like, where she starts losing her shit, like, in the second half of the movie, the, the, the tarantula scene, and then, like, the fucking, uh, the the nursery unveil scene. Mm-hmm. That nursery is fucking dope. It wasn't a good nursery, but it was fucking scary. It was really <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. And then, like, the fucking, the, the, the scene where she realizes what she did to her own father yeah this is a horror movie dude it's like when when you people call fucking uh call uh seven horror this movie is like i, I also stop arguing with what is horror not the like horror. like you just enjoy movies man
1: <laughs> exactly
0: um do you want to do starry eyes then next week i'm i'm cool with watching that again yeah, sure let's watch starry eyes from was that like 2015 or something like that i don't know it's from there but
1: i have no idea like i said i uh josh or whatever his name is on tiktok he does a lot of like dope horror movies that are totally streaming for free but this one's apparently on peacock so i'll see if i can get into my
0: peacock account and if you can't uh i'll get you mine i think so okay ken well Thank you for being cool, and it's, uh, it's just the first one me and you. And it's a good time, as always, because you're awesome. Yeah. Um, you're awesome. And, yeah, so we'll do Starry Eyes next week. So go to MurderMist.com, go to YouTube.com. The video is not going to be as fancy as when Josh is doing them. And then um, Rod underscore Johnson on Twitch and Twitter. So, okay, guys, I'm going to go to bed after this, but I love you, and uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys next week with Starry Eyes.
1: Bye. Bye.